Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. Hammer and Nigel show. Yeah, I'm Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. The gun guy, Guy Rofer, host of the Gun Guy Show Licensed Firearms Instructor and Second Amendment attorney joining us here in the studio. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great, and thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street or PremierArms.com. All right, give us an update here on Mayor Hogsett, uh, the gun plan that he wants to put in place for Marion County that's probably not going to go through. You do have an update, right? Well, a little bit. I mean, he campaigned on this thing. And so did Sharif, for that matter, his opponent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got some some really good insight anyway, because as you recall, you know, uh, we had this uh, city county council uh, proposal get adopted. They've passed an ordinance that says if the state legislature amends the Indiana Firearms Preemption Act that otherwise prevents local governments from regulating firearms, then the city of Indianapolis is going to impose certain restrictions on your gun rights and one of them is they're going to ban assault weapons one of them is they're going to roll back constitutional carriages where you have to have a license one of them is they're going to ban all concealed carry and the last is they're going to require you to be 21 to buy any firearm in marion county and you know as you and i have talked about and and, and by the way then here just in the last week or two we've had a a state senator from indianapolis north side of indianapolis uh fadi kadura i believe is his name um, introduce uh, or at least float around a, a, a bill that would, in fact, amend the state preemption statute to allow Marion County and any other local government to do exactly what we're talking about. And 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 at the time, you guys and I talked about it. I said, well, first of all, there's no appetite to do this in the General Assembly, so that's going to be dead on arrival. Separately, none of this is constitutional. And even if they were allowed to put this thing into effect— I'd be the first lawyer to sue him, and I will win. Well, what what just happened, I believe, on Friday, it was the first, and um, what happened is a, a federal court, it was actually in West Virginia, but a federal court came out and ruled on the federal statute that says you have to be 21 to buy a handgun. That's, all, that's already federal law, right? And Indiana was going to say, well, you already have to be 21 to buy a handgun, so now we're going to raise the age to 21 to buy a rifle or a shotgun. We just had a federal court that came out and said, you know what, under the new test, and and we talk about this all the time, the new test that came down out of the Supreme Court last year in the Bruin case of looking at the text of the Second Amendment and the history of tradition and tradition of regulation of guns in this country, um, under that test, even the federal statute that says you have to be 21 to buy a handgun is unconstitutional. And I think that's absolutely correct. I think that's going to be a ruling across the country. If the Supreme Court takes it, I think they'll agree. So what likelihood do you think there is that if it's unconstitutional for the federal <laughs> government to require you to be 21 just to buy a handgun, that Marion County can get away with requiring you to be 21 to buy any firearm whatsoever? 
I submit to you there's zero chance of that. And, and, and like when I argued against this ordinance, ordinance this, uh, uh, this proposal in the city county council, um, when, I, when I argued against it at the time, I said, you know, did the lawyers on the city county council, were they absent the day they taught law in law school? <laughs> Because th none of this is going to be constitutional, and y'all should know that. And we just had a federal court come out with rather emphatic support for that argument. And what cracks me up is that the city county council spent so much time working on this. Instead of focusing on some real issues yes, exactly. that could help people in Indianapolis, they're focusing on the spelling of the word counselor yeah. and a bunch of crap that's never going to become the law in the first place. Well, that's, about that. that's such an important point. And, 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 and right along those same lines, you know, look at the other proposals, ban assault weapons. Well, what's, what, what's that mean? Well, yeah, well, good point, since it's it's really hard for any politician to ever define an assault weapon. But let's just say it's semi-automatic uh, rifles with uh, detachable magazines. We'll, we'll define it very broadly. That's the most commonly owned rifle in America. The Supreme Court says those are protected by the Second Amendment. And, and find me a law that existed in 1791 when the Second Amendment was ratified or 1868 when the 14th Amendment, which made the Bill of Rights applicable to the states. Find me a law at that time uh, that's consistent with that kind of regulation. There, there are none. So under text, history and tradition, the new test we have just since last summer, they can't sustain such a ban. And they should know that if they pay any attention whatsoever to this area of the law, they should know that. But, you know, the bottom line, guys, is they don't care. Right. They, first of all, they wanted to inter introduce the proposed ordinance to begin with so that so that they can stand up and go, look at us. We're tough on gun crime, even though those those that, that regulation, that restriction would only apply to law abiding citizens. Criminals aren't going to care. It would only yeah. affect law abiding citizens. So but 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 and they knew that. But they can stand up to their base, to their voting base and say, look at us. We're being tough on gun crime. We're going to reduce violence in Indianapolis. And the whole thing's a complete farce. Go back to the mayor's election yeah. that we recently had. Yep. Do you think it would have made any difference at all? If instead of agreeing with all that, Jefferson Shreve said, my opponent wants to do stuff that will never become law. That's not really the job of the mayor. My plan is to do this, 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 and lay it out. Do you think that would have made any difference at all? Well, any difference at all? Absolutely. Would it have put Jefferson Tree over the top to win the election? I think that's tough. Could have at least maybe made it close. I, I, I could have absolutely made it close because how many people did, did you hear from, did I hear from, whether on social media, people that called into my show? Social media was a huge one. People in the media who said, I, I'm not going to bother to vote for mayor or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote in the municipal election, but I'm going to leave mayor blank. Because I'm not voting for Jefferson Shreve because he's as much of a gun control proponent and, and, and anti-constitutionalist as Hogsett is. How many of those people did you hear from? I mean, it was it was everywhere. And that's the thing. It's going against the Constitution, something you know can never become the law. That's not your job. And the danger, and Guy, we've talked about this a lot, was if you give this modern-day Indiana Republican any sense that that's oh. a winning strategy, get ready, Bal, because there's a bunch more of them coming off the assembly line. We'll never have a, a true conservative on any ballot in Marion County again. And that's why, I mean, you guys took a lot of heat. I took a lot of heat when we came out so hard against Jefferson Shreve. And we all said the same thing. You know, I, I was your biggest fan to, to, to unseat right. Hogshead. Wanted you to win. And then you stabbed us in the back on the Constitution. And now we need to send the message that that's not a winning strategy in Marion County or anywhere else. 
for a Republican. And, and that's why I was so emphatic about it. And I, I've never hesitated for a moment. And I don't think you guys did either. But could he have made it close? I think so. Something else I would have liked to have seen, as opposed to what we actually saw in that election, I would have liked for Shreve to have had the honesty and the integrity to come out and announce that gun control plan before the primary election. Yes. Right. Because I would like to see our, uh, what what Abdul Hakim Shabazz would have done in that primary if 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 Shreve had been honest and unleashed this big fight. Right. You know what in the punch bowl. <laughs> Turd, I believe, is the word you're looking for, well, guy. Yeah, thank you. I, I always looked at Carl, you know, our, our, our expert producer going, uh, can I put that one out there? Yeah, uh, I think so. Guys came in here and swore before we had to dump him, but he wasn't sure if he could one say time. turd here. One time. That's what I said. No, kidding. I won't, I won't you're right, because, like, I've talked with Abdul. Now, Abdul is an establishment guy, and I, oh, I yeah. don't normally get with that, but his plan on public safety, which to me was the most paramount thing in this mayor's election, Election, uh, was pretty solid. Well, exactly. And if Shreve came out and said to the Republican voters in Marion County, this is what I want to do to restrict law-abiding citizens' Second Amendment rights, what would that have done in the primary election? I don't know, because Shreve had a lot of money and a, you know, a lot of momentum going into this, but I, it would have been dramatically different than what it was, I'll guarantee you. Again, would that have put Abdul over the top? I don't know. But, but you put all that together, and he botched that race shreve botched that race everywhere every way you possibly could and we go back and i look at those advisors he had yeah and i think money wasted what were you thinking millions of dollars wasted and a real opportunity for republicans in mary county to win back the mayors because the republican party it seems to me has given up to a large degree i mean shreve came in with his own money for you know for the most part but Marion County, for, to a large degree, has given up on Marion County. It wasn't that long ago we had a Republican mayor. And, and Hogsett right. is so bad. He's so horrific on so many different levels. You know, and, 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 and so easily confronted on issues like, why'd you disappear during the riots when we needed a mayor? We needed a strong person in charge. You know, and where'd you go? And why won't you tell anybody where you were? There were so many arguments. And and here you got this guy coming in with all this money. And what did he do? He just farted and fumbled and fell down. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday gun day with Guy Relford here on the Hammer and Nigel Not show. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah, right. um, tell me about this uh, gun safety bill that failed in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, well, there, there's um, there, there's some some a bunch of different ramifications on this. But what what this is is where um, there was a proposal to again restrict law-abiding citizens on their rights. And again, it's a situation where um, where 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 everyone recognized that restricting law-abiding citizens is not the way to actually reduce crime. Well, wait a minute. This says gun safety bill. Who would be against <laughs> who would be against gun safety? I mean, you're you wrote the book on gun safety. I who's going to be who's going to be against a, a a bill that's called the gun safety bill, guy? Well, I and I did write a book. I certainly and I called the book on gun safety, but but listen, it's another situation um, where uh, people are trying to legislate responsibility and trying to limit the rights of law-abiding citizens as a way of actually keeping criminals under control, and that's never going to work. It's never has worked. Now, wait a minute. I'm reading the article from the local, uh, I believe it's the ABC affiliate in Columbus, Ohio, and the first line of it says that a bill that would have made things safer has failed, Guy. 
Now, the media wouldn't have any spin no. in regards to gun Stop control, it. would they? Well, no, and that's exactly how, exactly <laughs> how it works. And and listen, I mean, this is not a surprise. When I go back to the, the committee hearing where I, I was there, I was there to testify against this proposed ordinance in Marion County. And, and we had all the moms to man people and all the other gun control people and all the other ho- hogsit uh, sycophants there. And 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 when hogsit came in, he, man, he made this hero's entrance, right? He was kind of lurking outside the room. And all of a sudden he came storming down the aisle and he gave his speech about how he was going to keep people safer by proposing this gun control. And then he said, and no one's going to make me back down. I'll never back down. And he's pointing his finger, and he turned around, and he went storming back up the aisle to leave the room. And it was a standing ovation. (laughs) And I'm looking around going, this is why they do it. And that's exactly what just happened in Columbus. That's the only reason they do it, because there are so many people out there who just want to praise their 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 liberal leaders to begin with but secondly don't have the ability to step back and go wait a minute this new law are criminals going to follow that are, are, are right. criminals some some guy who's not afraid of life in prison or the death penalty or dying in a shootout with police yeah. is he going to stop carrying his firearm because marion county or or columbus ohio because they're going to fine him <laughs> <laughs> and the any answer to that of course is no but the but but you know what but people go in and they vote based on party lines and and and, and it pays off for people like joe hawks where can we get more information or if somebody wants to continue this conversation with you how do they find you yeah find me on twitter man give me a follow it's just at guy relford on twitter guy you're the best thank you thanks guys it's the hammer and nigel show Love my Galaxy Concrete Garage Floor. It is out of this world. It was old and dirty and cracked, wasn't well-maintained. And then within a day, Galaxy came in and made it four times as strong as it previously was. They didn't use epoxy. They used uh, something much better. It's called polyurea. It's the new premium standard for coatings. And uh, don't forget about the lifetime warranty. Not that you'll need it. My Galaxy Concrete garage floor is going to be so easy to clean this winter as well with all the dirt and snow coming in. Just a simple uh, squeegee along with a little bit of dish soap and some water. It'll look fantastic. The website, galaxyconcretecoatings.com, or give them a call, 751-9070.